mouth. Spread your legs. Clear. Pistol Pete, welcome to Dog in the Yard. I got my boy Box and Dice. You already know on deck. Left and right, baby. You already know how we do this, man. So, my <laughs> man, who got for the dance floor today? Today, man, we got on that center yard, man. Uh, my boy, man, Chino, man, straight out of Brooklyn. Did 34 years. Uh, his case wasn't, it was a different case. Uh, wasn't from New York. You're at, you know, like we've been doing a lot of New York. He, um, this is a uh, uh, Nassau County. He caught a case out there, um, and um, Chino's pretty known up up top. I mean, he was up top with Dice. He, you know, um, yeah, yeah. and um, I don't want to get into, you know, but they call him Chino Four Forty, right? Yeah, Chino Four Forty, baby. I he mean, so the of, of the state of New York. Did you did you hear that? Can you please repeat that again, Dice, so they can be sure. Chino 440, he was the Johnny Cochran of the state of New York, one of the baddest dudes in that law library, bro. So with that being said, we're going to leave that alone for now. Put that on pause and we're going to get straight to... Yeah, let, let me know, let me know. How many kites did they, they flew you today, man? Well, you know, we get, we get you know, every episode, you know, we get a whole bunch of kites. But I'm not going to run down, you know, you know, 15 kites a day. We can't do that, so... We gonna nah, get, we gonna, they so, so we're going to hit you with the regular three. You know what I'm saying? So okay. guys, get used to the regular three kikes. All right? Yeah. So my first kike is, they asked me, how do I deal with somebody that just came home and they need help, you know, as far as like, you know, in any kind of way with somebody that I ever been in a situation where somebody came home and I had to do a whole bunch of things for them. Yes, that's part of I do that most of the majority of the time me being home, I I done that. I took care of a lot of guys came home, you know, and I done that. I take care of my peoples, you know, they, they don't have shit, whatever, you know, they need they need some guidance as far as how to get the driver's license and you know, and they need to get to the uh motor vehicles, they don't have a dollar. You know, the best thing to do for a person is to be there for them when they come home. So I found myself in the, in a lot of the, those situations where I, I have I have a, a bunch of guys. I have a bunch of friends that I met in prison for me being in prison in my mo the majority of my life. So it's like, yes, you know, I know a bunch of people. So when they come home, you know, they hear that, you know, Pistol's doing well. You know, of course, whether I'm not even doing, if I, if I could be doing okay, I'm going to make sure that I look out for you. I'm going to give you a pair of some, some jeans, some clothes, whatever we could do for you, we're going to provide. Yeah. And I think it's important to be there for somebody that, especially if you've been in jail for a long time, they need a lot of guidance. They don't have, you know, the technology have changed. You know, we have all kind of shit going on now. So they they off the loop. You know, they 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 lost as fuck. So 
you know, it's always good to, you know, to have some, to be there for somebody. You know what I'm saying? I just want to just yeah. throw that out there on that, on that one kite from my perspective. You know what I'm saying? Let's give you Dice. What's up, Dice? Well, well, I'm one that that experienced that offhand, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I came home. You know what I'm saying? We linked up. You know, you helped me get my first car. You did, and after that, you know, we was off to the races, man. Here, here we are. You know what I'm saying? You made you made sure that I was, you know, your right hand man. You know, you made sure Facts. that I was all right, man. That I just straight to the side. You Facts. know, you were like, yo, we gotta do this like this. I'm gonna plug you in. And you just come and rock with me. And look, I've been rocking with you ever since, man. We've been doing this since we was young. You Facts. know? And we're together Island now, days. And now we're together out here, man. You know? Rackers Island days. Appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. No, we know that, man. We not, you know, we just vibing on that one kike, man. I know we already know that you appreciate it. You know my brother, so we ain't got a vibe on that. The kike is sealed. You know what I'm saying? Second kike, they asked me how, if I ever dealt with somebody that... Was in a, was an addict and came home, you know, from being in prison. It was an addict, you know. That I, how would I deal with that? And you know what's so crazy that I have dealt with that. I have uh, a good friend of mine's, um, you know, Kar, you know, no names involved, right? But um, th this guy's a good friend of mine. Like I love him dearly, my brother. I love him to death. But he's an addict, so he came home and whether he did good for a month. He still was an addict. He went. He went back. Started fucking around. Um, um, his choice of 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 drug was heroin, drugs. You know, um, dope. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, and 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 I, I'm not. You know, it was kind of hard because I loved him and shit like that. He, you know, I helped him out. I got him all his stuff that he needed. You know, made sure it's that he was easy, good. Man. And it wasn't easy for me. It was very challenging. And 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 I dealt with it because I loved him. So I, I took him to like three rehabs, you know, I dropped him on personally, you know, like this is talking about Pistol Pete, you know, coming home, doing my thing, KAR shit popping, you know, I'm running around, you know, I'm 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 peeling off, you know, Mozzie's, the big boys, you know, I'm 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 dropping my man off that's fucked up, you know, taking time of my out of whatever schedule I had going on. I used to take that time out and go get my and go. And, and and go get them and be like, yo, where you at, bro? No, nah, I gotta go. I, I'm coming to get you. You, you re hit you. What's up, yo, Pete? I fucked up. All right, you relapse. All right, cool. I'm gonna go get you. I used to go get that motherfucker from his house, take him back to another rehab. He'll stay there for 30 days or sometimes 45 days. I used to go into the rehab. You know, they be having security guards. I don't know whoever ever been through that kind of situation. You know, you go through a rehab and you sign them in. You got to, you come in there with them. So I used to go in there. They be knowing me, you know, in the city, especially. Oh, shit, Pistol Pete. Oh, how you doing? A security guard. So I get the extra love. Like, yo, we need him in here. Like, this pussy don't get, this pussy don't get no extra anything. Don't let that nigga out for a cigarette break. Like, what? you got you to gotta help me get this nigga off this shit. I got you, Pistol. This is your brother. Yeah, this is my brother, man. And and they used to work out. They used to leave him there. The most you... They, they do like 30 days, and then they extend it for like another, like, 45 days. They be having different shit. So I used to always get the super love because, you know, I used to go in there and show my face. So I took him to, like, three rehabs. That didn't work out. I moved him in with me to Florida. Wow. I, I took him in with me to Florida. I moved him in. Um, like I said, you know, I don't usually, I mean, I, by all means, you know, keeping it all humble, you know, I had a nice house, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, you work to make a change to live better. So I try to put myself to where I could be feeling better and comfortable, you know? 
So you know, would y'all agree, right? So, but um, and and um, I took him to Florida with me. He kicked. He was fuck stuck. He was sick. He was in the fucking college for a week. I'm giving him all that kind of no shit. Joke. Neither one of them dudes be kicking. What? Boy, Yo, up, he man. was fucked up. Anyway, he overcame. He overcame. He overcame that demon. You know that disease. Um, I helped him out. You know, and and uh, this is me being pistol at my peak. I mean, I'm I'm running around. This is before you know being wifed up with the wifey and my kids. You know, this is me in the street. You know, the KR album doing. I'm you know wilding out. You know, and just coming home. All the energy. You know, and working on a bunch of projects. You know, so and um. Now you had to make this brother one of your projects, man. Like, you know? yeah, I took that, you know. But it was, I felt good to this day. I ain't got a lot of you. I don't regret it. I still love the guy. He's still my friend. He's still my brother. He, he, he. he I brought him to my house. I lived in a stupid nice house. He never robbed from me. He never stole from me. You know, so that's those, a good thing. so those doors are still open for him. You know, um, and he's and he's still in Florida for a while. Got cock diesel with me. Boom, you know, running around with me. You know, so I used to let him hold my jury. Yo, yo, take the car. Yo, go ahead. Yo, he's up. Yo, yo, P, I'm taking the, you know, I'm taking the Cadillac. Yo, go ahead. Go, go to the beach. Go drive. Go chill. Go, go enjoy life. And um, I used to have him just there with my, you know, just there, just hanging out, just doing him, you know. And um, but uh, it didn't last long, you know. He went, he went back to New York, and the rest yeah, is history. It's an illness, man. You know, it's an illness. It's, 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 it's a disease. And they he, gotta want it. They gotta know, want yeah, it. Yeah, they gotta really want it. So you know, he went back to New York. He relapsed. I brought him back to Florida. He he did good again. He got lonely. Got you know, he felt like he needed to be back home. Whatever, some or come up with a thousand excuses. Went back to New York, and I couldn't do nothing for him no more. I left him go. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to yeah, people. Yeah, when it comes to things like that, so, man, they gotta want it, man. So you, know, as much as you want it, they gotta want it. Point blank. You need to want it, man. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to, you know, with that kite, that's that, that's that's my second kite. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you want to... the third one, Pete? I mean, third kite, I want to talk a little bit about that, uh, briefly about that whole um, Joe Buttons and um, Gilly the Kid and uh, uh, Wallow. So um, we'll get to that at the end of the show. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get straight to the... Um, let's get straight to the um, the interview, man. You already know Chino, Brooklyn. You already know. 40-40. Talking to y'all. I want to just take the time out to thank my guys up there, Jake and Ben, for doing an amazing job with this pen. This is that Dom CBD pen. These guys took their time doing this pen. It tastes great. They do them three different flavors, berry, mint, and mango. My favorite is berry, just to let you know, guys. You know, I know a lot of people out there dealing with pain, you know, dealing with anxiety, the way I deal with anxiety. And I'm telling you guys, it works for me. If you want to place your order today, you're more than welcome. You just hit up domecbd.co, punch in the code, dog in the yard, and you get your 15% off early. So for those people that's out there that's going through it right now and is stressed out in the house, that don't smoke marijuana, trust me, my brothers, this CBD pen does it all, man. Place your order today, man. It's your boy Pistol Pete, dog in the yard. You already know. We got Chino in the building, man, straight from Brooklyn, man. What's up, Chino? Hey, man? what up, Pete, Welcome man. to Dog in the Yard, man. Yeah, thank you, bro. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Yeah, Privilege. so what's up, brother? How you been, man? I've been fantastic. Every day's been Christmas, man. That's Every good, day's that's Christmas. Good. How long you been home? 27 months. 27 months. Okay. How much time have you done? 33 years and four months. 33 years and four months. Yeah, them four months hurt, too. 
Them last four. Them last four was the killer. <laughs> killer. You couldn't even breathe. Well, knowing I was about to hit the bricks. <laughs> you was like, shit, I, I feel you, man. Trust me. So uh, um, I want to just talk a little bit about what, what, what leads to your incarceration, a little bit about, you know, and a little bit of history about yourself and, you know, your first, from that, your first experience on going so, to a cell yeah. and going to Rikers Island, you know, and stuff like that. Shit, sometimes I feel like I was destined to go to prison because, you know, I was born in prison, literally. I was born in prison. My mother was locked up, you know, wound up going to foster care for the first seven years, thinking they were my family. Mother came out with moms, you know, so in Brooklyn and got caught up. You know, by the time I was 13, I was living on the street. Okay. You know, wind up going back to the people, my foster parents out in Long Island, try, you know, but I was 15 going on 25. Yeah, yeah. You know, got into the drug game, you know, cocaine, wind up having to kill somebody, got convicted of intentional murder. Okay. Felony murder, conspiracy, wind up going away, getting sentenced to 30, and then wind up catching a bid while I was inside, you know. So, 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 you caught a body. You caught a body, and, went, and went, that's what that's what lead you to go to jail. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you blow trial? Or you just yeah, off. I went to trial, man. <laughs> went to trial. Blue trial. Had two four forty hearings after that. You know. What's two four forty? Just to, well, for the people to know, you know. A four forty. A four forty hearing is is a hearing the court has. You know, a defendant like myself have to submit a motion and have to have legit allegations presented for the court to entertain it. Okay. Then the court holds a hearing. A lot of times when the court does conduct a hearing, most times the defendant's motion is granted. Okay. You know, but uh, in this case it wasn't. You know, I had two 440 hearings, both got denied, waiting seven, eight, nine months. Okay, you know. so that was basically like, that was the only way to take it out. Well, see, yeah, that, you know, and I had to get into the law, you know, because there wasn't no lawyers, there wasn't no lawyer money, there wasn't no lawyers knocking on mm -hmm. my door. And from, I could literally say, man, there's this guy named Bobby, he knows who I'm talking about if he listening, man. When I first got arrested, the first day, this dude used to teach law in Attica. He's on the bus on the way back after court arraignment. He's like, yo, shorty, come up and see me in the law library. Okay, we're going to get to that. I want to talk about <laughs> Rikers Island right now. Yeah. So so you get arrested and you go to Rikers Island? Nah, nah, I got knocked off out, out in Long Island. That's okay, why I so, called my so, body, yeah. So where you went at? What jail did they take you Out in? there, Riverhead. Riverhead. So yeah. what was the experience there and, and you know, like... Yo, to tell you the truth, man, I was like, yo, I was like a kid in the candy store, man. Like, you know, that county jail, that shit wasn't like nothing. Okay. You know, so but, you was just like, all right, this is where I'm at. Yeah, but the most most of the time I was there, I was there almost two years waiting, you know, and every day I was in that law library, every single day. Oh, from the very beginning? From the first time on that bus back there, man, this guy, Bobby, Bobby Knight is his name, Okay, man. go ahead. And uh, he, you know, he's like, yo, shorty, come see me in the law library. I came up there, man, every, yo, he put me to school. Wow. He put me to school. I mean, he had me, you know, write out Brady versus Maryland, the decision. Okay. You know, write out, you know, different, court, you, you know, Supreme Court decisions just so I'd, you know, I'd get it, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was, he definitely started the ball rolling. Wow. So, so how, after you was in that county, how long you stood in that county before you got sentenced or you blew trial and you went upstate? Almost almost two years. Two years? You know, I got my GED. Okay. You know, while I was there, went upstate and did right into the law library. What, where you went upstate at? Elmira. Elmira? Yeah. How long you was in Elmira? I was in Elmira to 19, I got there in 85, I left in 88. 
Okay. I, I was kind of tight, too, because that Myra was pumping at that time, you know. But uh, especially with, you know, the legal brains that were there, I was absorbing a lot, learning a lot. Right. You know, at you that, would... you know, at that time, they had guys in the law library that actually knew what they were doing. You know, you'd have the few that were, you know, fakes, as I would say. But, you know, for the most part, you had lawyers convicted of crimes that were in there. You know, you could pick their brain. You know, I was locked up with a few lawyers. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and, you know, they, they you know, there's one way how to do it in the books, and there's a way they do it in the real world. Right. And, you know, and you got to learn that way. Okay. Yeah. So, so after you finished, where you went to from there? From Elmira, I got, I got PK to Auburn. What's that, PK? One of those pack-ups, you know, that your property comes after you overnight. They put you in a car, in a, in a van, and drive No reason back. why they take no you No reason out. why, nah, no reason Threat why. Threat to the poverty the facility or something. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I guess, you know, I was the grievance rep. I don't know, that might have been it. You that might have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, had yeah. something you to do with it. You probably did some other shit. They like, <laughs> yeah, oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, I used to go at it with the administration. So, oh, really? You know, they just needed one reason to get rid of me, and that was it. You know? That was it. They, yeah. just, they found something, and they said, oh, he has to go. Yeah. So then you went where? I went to Auburn after that. I went there for two years. Okay. Now, when I was at Elmira, I also enrolled in school. You know, they had college at that time, you know, and I wound up getting 72 credits from there. Okay. Cool. You know, then I went to Auburn. I enrolled in school there, you know, and then from Auburn, I stood there until 1990. Then they sent me to Happy Nappy, which okay. was uh, a... <laughs> Uh, Why they call it Happy Nappy? Because at that time, it was Happy Nappy. I mean, it was laid back. The prison was, you know, a lot of sports. But there was a lot of athletes, too, back then in the penitentiary. Oh, really? But it was very, you know, they had football there, full equipment, all that, okay. you know. And nothing happened there. You know, if you see five, if you see five fights in a year, that'd be a lot. So how long you was there, though? I was there five years. Shit, when I got there, I was like, oh, time to chill out. Time to stay up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you continue going to the library. Yeah, of course, stayed in the law library. But at that time, I was already taking cases. At okay. that time, I've been studying law for now like seven years, eight years now. So you when, you, when you say taking cases, what do you mean by that? I mean, you know, helping guys out. You know, I would, they'd come up to the law library, you know, some guys, I'd, you know, I'd read their transcripts, let them know their issues, pull issues out, write to their attorneys, you know, posing as them because, you know, an attorney doesn't want to hear from no jailhouse lawyer. Yeah, of course. You know, so I would write as the, as the guy, you know, things like that. Okay, so you were basically helping these guys out yeah. the way you was helped out when you first came in. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. From that point, you stayed there five years, and then from there, what, where you went? Oh, after, after that, it was a merry-go-round. From there, I went to, well, I was in, in solitary confinement. And then from solitary confinement, they sent me to, uh, was it Clinton at that time? No, no. You went solitary, oh, so you went to the box? Yeah, I, used I went to the box. I had, you know, beef, you know. I mean, like what? What, you, what happened? <laughs> well, what, led, what led to well, the box? <laughs> well, one thing, you know, somebody, you know, running their mouth, you know. Okay. You know, having to get busy. So, you know, put him in his place. He violated. Put him in his place. Got caught. Went to the box. Oh, okay. So you handled your business and all that with somebody. Yeah. He violated you and then you did what you had to do. How, how long? So what they did as far as putting you in the box? Oh, they, gave, they gave me a year for that. Wound up doing nine months. Then I wound up in, uh, in Clinton. And then from Clinton, wound up getting sent down to Sing Sing. I was in Clinton for like... Yeah, I was going to say how long you was since? Like a year and a half. How was Clinton? Clinton, you know, not for nothing, man. Clinton is all right. It's just far. You know, the police there, they don't, you know, they racist. Right. Dead ass. But if you don't mess with them, they ain't going to mess with you. Right. And one thing about Clinton, you know, it's funny that, uh, 
you don't see a lot of them. But when shit happens, I used to be like, they must have a ball next to the prison or something. A light goes off. You know, something. They got a tunnel, something. Because like 50 of them will pop up like in three minutes, you know? You'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you was there. Is there anything that you've seen in in the time from you got arrested to the time you and Clinton that you could you could say like you you know something that you seen you like damn that story was crazy I seen some ill whether somebody getting killed somebody oh, getting you know wow. raped or Listen, somebody else doing something like I what what's the things that I, I never seen anybody getting raped heard of it you know I seen dudes get killed you know but dudes I for the real weirdest shit was guys that were that came into prison what they were in for guys that were actually innocent you know. Right. They were committing one crime, like one guy I recall, you know, he saw, you know, he saw a guy on the telephone. Right. So he goes to rob him, you know, pulls out his gun, the guy's, you know, real, you know, here, take it, take my money. He's looking right here, take my car keys. Hops in his car, hops on the Bell Parkway. Police pull him over about three, four miles down, pull him over. You know, as he's driving, he opens the glove compartment, damn, gun, envelope of money. Police pull him over, he's putting uh-huh. the shit away. Long story short, they popped the trunk, a body's in the trunk. What? Dude, he just stuck up, just finished committing a murder. He's telling the police, yo, I just robbed it. They ain't believe none of that shit. He got 25 to life. Yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's an ill story yeah, right there. I, did, I know a few, man. Another guy I know, man, he was driving a cab. Drunk guy during New Year's, got in his cab, was harassing him. He just hit, you know, dude was on him. He clicked his elbow back, hit him with his arm. Wind up catching him in the throat. Got to the guy's drop, you know, spot where he's supposed to drop him off. Guy ain't moving. He's thinking he's drunk. Gets in the back. He's dead. He panics. Instead of calling the police, he panics. Drives to a lot. Puts him in the lot. You know, snow thaws. They wind up one led to another getting him. And 25 to life. You know, was that worth 25 to life? That little elbow? Shell fuck no. You know, this. Hell no. So you was in Clinton. How long you was in Clinton? Oh, I was in Clinton twice. So the first time I was there, like, 14 months, 15 months. Then I went shot down at Sing Sing. At that time, it was still Swing Swing. What? Swing Swing? <laughs> yes. What do they call it Swing Swing? You know, Sing Sing, I don't know. Sing Sing, for some reason, in the media, has this reputation of being tough. Right. Sing Sing, one of the softest prisons. I mean, there's nothing but, you know, dudes getting high there, you know. That's all. It's, it's, it's a party. Just it, it was a party at that time. Now it's a real prison. Then, you know, the police didn't have no control of it, you know. You know, I, I used to laugh. They used to portray Sing Sing like this renegade, tough prison. Nah, Attica's like that. Right. You know, Comstock, this spot. Yeah, yeah. You know, but Sing Sing, nah, Sing Sing wasn't like that. There'd be shit that happened, but. You know, it ain't like it was, that. It wasn't like that. Especially then, in the 90s. So, so, you got, so you got the Sing Sing, and then what happened? How long you was there? Oh, Sing Sing, man. I was there like two and a half years. Then they, they kicked me out of there. They shot me to Attica. That's the first time I went to Attica. Okay. And uh, They just threw you out of Clinton? They just threw you out yeah, or transfer? Like, what happened? Yeah, they just, you know, threw me out. You know, they just threw me out. They, I, I had no idea why they transferred me out of Sing Sing. I was mad, you know. I even wrote about it. They, they were doing this shit. Like, <laughs> you yo, was trying to stay. What I do? It was a swap. Basically, it was a swap. It was a swap, yeah. You know, they swapped me up there. And Attica, man, Attica, Attica is the worst prison in New York State. Period. That okay. credit card check, they credit card check. You know how I got around that credit card check? I get to Attica, there's like six of us. Police said, points to the first guy. You ever been properly, you ever been strip searched? I mean, Pat Frisch, properly Pat Frisch? 
Guys like nice, get on the wall. This dude, man, he went pathfist them all up, got to his ass, put his hands in between his butt, his butt cheeks, grabbed his, his his testicles, came down. I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm not going for this, man. Oh hell, no, I'm going to the box. But I also know that they gonna fuck me up. You I mean, know what I mean? Know they that. they don't care. They gonna knock your teeth out. Hell I seen yeah. I seen their victims already. So when I got on that wall, man, I'm ticklish. And by the time he got to my ribs, I was on my knees laughing, laughing. He just was like, yo, you, I, I said, yo, officer, I'm extremely ticklish. So I <laughs> never get credit card checked in Attica. That's how I got around that shit. Really? Yeah. That's and then crazy. one time, yo, like four days after I got there, because you immediately are quarantined when you're there for like three days. Right. So like I went to the yard. What's quarantine? Quarantine. For people that don't know. Yeah, quarantine is when you first get to a prison at that time. They, 72 hours, you can't come out your cell. They feed you in your cell. Mm. You know, checking to see, you know, your records, see if you have any enemies there, so they if they got to move you or not. So like the fourth day I come out, and they all know, in Attica, they know, you know, Who's new in the block? So Rock put me on the wall, to, you know, as I go into the yard to get searched. The cop that was there that originally tried to pathfish me during, when I first got there was there. And he must have said something because they tapped me and told me to go on the line. So the next night, come out to the yard, put me on the wall again. I see he's there. They ain't tapping me. I'm like, oh, so they want to see a show. You know what I'm saying? They don't believe him like I'm that ticklish. Yeah. So, man, man, by the time he got to my arms, I was already crying, tears running down my eyes, laughing. He's like, look at this guy. You can't touch him, man. Listen, whatever. I wasn't getting... Nobody was sticking their hand between my ass cheeks, man. That wasn't happening. <laughs> that was not happening, man. He was like, man. fuck, no. No grabbing my balls, none of that. You know, that's yeah. how I got around that shit, man. Okay, so then how long you was there? I was in Attica for two years. And from Attica, they sent me to, uh, to Green Haven. Okay. When I got to Green Haven, it, man, when I left Attica, it was like a 50-pound weight just, like, fell off my back. I mean, it was, me and my man Lou was on. I didn't even know Lou. But we got to talking because we on the bus. As soon as that bus crossed that gate and got out of there, we both said, oh, at the same time. Because Attica, man, Attica's rough. I mean, you ain't got to do shit. Shit happened in the yard. They laying you out in the yard. And you laid out in that yard. <laughs> I remember one time... You know, bloods and, and, and the Dominicans were going at it in the middle of the yard. So I'm right underneath the tower. So I'm like, I, you know, I hear him say, down, down. I think he's talking to them. I ain't got nothing to do with this shit. He can see I'm right here. I'm by myself. Yeah. Man, I, you know, I'm thinking like, damn, what he got? What he's packing up there? I look up there. He got the, I mean, you, motherfucker, you. Bop, dropped on the floor. I was there like 45 minutes. You know, standing still for 45 minutes laying. You can't move. They pick you. You ain't got to move because they, they pick you up by the rear of your pants. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, put me down. I can walk. <laughs> you know, they march you in, take off everything in the hallway. So that's what happened? Yeah, pick your shit up naked, going upstairs. You know, yeah, that's, you know, I, I, you, when you get pulled on the wall in Attica to get searched, your shoestrings, they pulling all your shoestrings out. They pulling your leg way back there, back yonder, you know, where you can't, you can't, better not put your hands off that wall, better not put your head down. Because if you put your head down, that's an indication you're coming off the wall. I seen dudes, man, like acrobats, you know, fingertips holding against the wall, you know, with their right leg all the way pulled out, they pull their sock off, and they make you pick that shit up barefooted, walk in the hallway, stay in the line, you want to go to the yard. Don't put that shit on right there either. 
Really? Yeah, it was abusive, man. They, they you know, they, really they made sure, yeah, they made sure, you you know, you could be in A block, I could be in B block. If I don't see you, you know, like, in the visiting room or something, like, we won't know, I won't know you're there. Wow. They keep it separated. You they know? keep it all separated. All the time, all movement. They monitor all movement. Attica don't play that. Uh. You know, so from there, I went to Green Haven, and, you know, Green Haven, I was there for, like, three years, 2003, and, uh, Wound up going to the box. For what? Uh, dirty urine. You okay. Know, finally. Dirty after, urine like what? what, you, what uh, I mean? smoking, smoking bud. Finally, after 20-something years, they finally caught me. Finally, you know, and I wasn't even dirty. You know, the police set that one up. Because I used to put, like, you know, have a little thing of water, little drop of coffee, looks yellow. They come for the urine test, you know, wild slip, put that in the bottle. Oh, really? You used to put the thing for the yellow for the... For... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you throw it. <laughs> that's kind of more official than yo. that's the... I never heard that one. Yeah, yeah, you water. You put the little... And, and you know how, yo... <laughs> and you know, yo, I was, and you know how I found out yeah, how, you, yo, how, you, though. how you put the yellow thing Yeah, you put a little bit of coffee, it turns never... yellow, water and yeah, shit, yeah. little plastic bag. Like a year later, right, I, I just happened to be in the office that the dude tested. He got a little office. Right. And I seen him as he's testing it, and he opens each each bottle, and this motherfucker smells it to me. When he smells, I said, ah, oh, that's how. That's why he did me like that. Uh, he opened it up, said, oh, this shit is Folgers. Oh, this is fucking, this motherfucker <laughs> this shit is, Yeah, this is coffee right here. Let you know, they do, They always got a bottle in there that's dirty. They know what's right. dirty for. But yeah, I wound up going to the box for 30 euro, and uh, I wound up going to Southport. They said they want to send me. Yeah. So you went to Southport. Yes. Yeah, how, how much time you got for that? In, in, six months. Six months. For dirty urine. Six months. Yeah. Six months. So you so you went to Southport and they did the whole six yeah, I did months. Yeah, the whole six. From there I went to. How was Southport? Southport, man. Southport's a fucking a sewer. Yeah. I call it a sewer because niggas throwing feces, them coward niggas in there throwing feces and all that up in there, man. They throw that in the tank, man. Human feces. Oh man. So there's a lot of, lot of shit going on. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, I was fortunate, though. You know, it all depends who your neighbors are. I always had good neighbors when I was there. Okay. You know, from there, I went, they wound up sending me back to Attica. Okay. You know, stayed in Attica for a year this Just because you love it so much, they brought you back yeah, to Attica. Yo, every time. I've been to Attica three like, times, man. Fuck, three man. times. Every time, you know, I fuck up or something like that, yeah. they, got, they sent me to Attica. See, the only That's place that's in you, know, you hate that bitch. Yo, they was like, we going to send yo, I wound up spending two extra weeks in Southport because they tried to send me to Elmira. They said, Elmira said, no. I said, damn, they kicked me out of that 88. This is 2005. I'm like, they got long ass yeah, memory. Man, for real. Auburn, same shot. I was like, damn, Auburn, I. They sent me from Auburn to now. Like, I wasn't the bad guy there. Yeah. You know, Auburn didn't want me. Attica. Wow. Back to Attica again. Stood in Attica for uh, a year, then wound up going to Shawangong. Shawangong's sweet too. They call that a Maxi Max. I don't know why. That shit, you know, trailers every 60 days. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that spot, man. That spot was sweet. Were you getting trailers or? Yeah, I was getting trailers, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I got married after I like 20 years in. Okay. You know, want to make sure, you know, I don't come back with nothing off that trailer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you so so you was so you got married in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How long before they gave you uh? Oh, trailers. After you get married, you have to wait approximately about nine months. You know, all together the whole process. Okay. After nine months, and then um, you then you get you apply. Well, you put your application in. You wind up getting in the trailer. Probably your first trailer probably be about between ten. Ten months in a year after you get married. Okay. You know, then after so, that, you get them, depending where you are. Some places, in days, if you know, if you go during the week, you get them every 60 days. 
you know, if you can, if you got to go every weekend, depending where you are, you get them every 90 days, maybe okay. every three and a half months. So that became easier for you as far as your bid? Oh, hell yeah. That was, you know, you get to escape for three days, you know, Friday, Saturday, you know, half a Sunday. Oh, really? You no, know, yeah, that's, that was... Shit, that, I that, wish that. I had some trailers. Yeah. Oh, I ain't had shit. Yeah, uh, that, but, yeah. Uh, um, so you used to go to trailers and... I, I, I mean, you know, from there you went home, or what, what happened? Nah, 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 for, you know, for, nah, from Shawangunk, wind up going, they kicked me out of Shawangunk, wind up sending me. So you fucked up this, the, the whole trailer thing and all that? Nah, 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 they just, you know, I still got my trailer, you know, because most Maxim, they have trailers. Okay. You know, from Shawangunk, I wind up going back to Attica again, you know, got trailers there. They're from Attica, they wind up sending me to my first medium, Wyoming. You know when you know, okay. I, but I was—I thought it was—I was going down close to New York. Wyoming is right across the street from Attica. Yeah, you know, wound up spending like almost three years there. Then they wanted—they sent me to Otisville, <clears throat> and from Otisville, I wound up going back to Sing Sing just so I could finish my degree, because I had—I had like 132 credits and I ain't had my bachelor's yet. You know, so, so, so I pushed—I had to push the envelope to go back for that. To, yeah, yeah. You know, going from a medium to a max—that isn't. That isn't easy. That's what I'm saying. It's not easy. Nah, Just I had a, yeah, I, a politician. A politician got involved, you know, and uh, you know, I wrote to him, told him my situation. He contacted, he wrote the commissioner, you know, and basically asked the commissioner, allowed me to back to Sing Sing, and they had me sign some papers, some waivers, since I'm going from medium to maximum security. Yeah. You know, wound up going back to Sing Sing, got my degree. Okay. You know why? And it was perfect timing, too, because I wound up doing a TED talk there, too. See the guy's degree, man. Let's get let's get a round of applause to my boy, man. That's what it is, man. Yeah. That's what's up. So yeah, no guy. It's a credential. You know, you need that. Early. You know. Then uh from there they wound up sending me uh back to Otisville and I went to the parole board, the third my third parole board, and they wound up letting me go. So you went to three parole boards three and parole the, boards. the third one they yeah. let you go? I went to one six months earlier because I earned that, you know. Okay. And then uh, I got hit with two years, then I went, you know, the third after that two year hit. The next one I went to, they let me go. Okay, so and them, I, I, that's when it was what thirty. I had thirty-three uh, years in at that time. Thirty-three years and two months, because I got out within uh, two months after I got, you know, when I went to the pro board. I, was, I got out of there actually within forty-five days from Otisville. I forced my way out of Otisville. Yeah, <laughs> you mean? <laughs> because they used, they had a habit, right? God makes the parole board, and they want to, you know, wait sixty days before. You know, they put your paperwork in, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I had, you know, I, I contacted the PO, you know, out on the street to do the home visit. So once the home visit's done, that's it. There's nothing else. You know, it's been approved. You, yeah, you ready to go. Right. So once that home visit was approved, you know, I they was like, no, we got, you know, I had my people call Albany. You know, Albany got involved, and sure enough, you know, <laughs> You know, as retribution, they wanted to taking my birth certificate and ripping it in half. You know, took yeah, had a birth certificate. Everybody got a birth certificate and social security right. card and property. They wanted to rip them. I got a half a birth certificate and no social security card. You know what? Yeah, that was, I didn't care. I wanted. You know, I got as soon as I got out, I got. Yeah, you gonna get quick. another one yeah. anyway. Yeah. So how? So, so you went home. Went home. April two thousand seventeen. Went home. Wow. So you been home? Yeah. Jesus, you fresh? I mean, you really still fresh? It's, I feel fresh. Yeah. I feel fresh. I so like how you feel, man? How you know what you've been doing and stuff oh, like that since you've been home? <laughs> I'm a program director for Volunteers of America. I got a 335-bed men's shelter out there in Randall's Island. Shit, that's good, man. Yeah. So you doing your thing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing my thing. I'm, you know, trying, you know. 
When I was in, you know, I helped a few, quite a few dudes that are actually innocent. You know, there's still one guy that's actually innocent. You know, my man Blaze, he's still in there. You know, but there was a few guys that I, you know, I helped out that were actually innocent. Unfortunately, since I've been out, I, you know, instead of going into the legal field, even though I was asked to go into the legal field, I just wanted to do something new, something different. Something you know? different, yeah, yeah. Social services is more giving back because I got a lot of a lot of clients that come through that are on parole, on probation. You know. I have talks with them. I bring them in my office, I have talks with them and tell them, you know, being in a shelter don't define you. What you once you get here and right. what you do, mm-hmm. that defines your character. Oh, you that's right. And, so uh, you're helping them out. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You tell them a little bit about your own experience and stuff like that. Nah, I got, you know, so you can't, you just can't kick that around there because, you know, that'll get around, you know. Yeah, I, okay. I got, you know, I got, a, I got a law staff of 65 that, you know, I either supervise directly or indirectly. Okay. You know, so that, you know that is just something that I, you know I put out there to the staff out there like that. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. You know, okay. Because okay. I'm proud of my time. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I did, it is know, what it is. I mean, you know, a lot that's of people, who, that's who, the, that's who yeah, you are. I mean, that's part of, people, of your. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people could, you know, do my time and come out saying. Nah, hell no. Nah. And I agree. You hear me? I think I think I think you look great, man. Yeah, shit. yeah I feel great. Man. Yeah, you feel, shit. You look gain good. Gain weight, though. Gain some That's weight, okay. though. That's, That's okay. That's all right. Uh, you are gonna gain some weight because you're treating me, yo, yourself. Yeah, dudes ask me, yo, why don't you're you work out? Yourself. I'm like, work out. I said, I used to work out there for stress, play sports, all the and time. All that. Fuck you know, that shit. Nah, I, stress. Nah, yeah. there ain't no stress. Every nah, day is a blessing. Good. You living? Day, yeah, I'm living. That's right. You on parole? Yeah. Next, hopefully this April, be three years. Well, put in. You know, I see them every four months. I check in. Every four know. months. So every four months you call or you go in? Nah, I go in. And you know what's ironic? Where I work at, parole officers come there. Right. You know, because they got parolees there. Okay. You know, so, you know, a couple of times it's been easy. Like, they all, oh, I tell them I seen you. Okay. You know. Shit like that. They know yeah. that you focus. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Spread the word. You know, yeah. sound travels. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Let them go back and be like, yo, he chilling. Yeah. He's doing his thing. So that's good, man. You know, man. You know, it's a pleasure having you in my show, man. You know what I mean? It's a pleasure being here, man. You did thirty fucking three years and (laughs) four months, man, and you look great, man. And I'm happy that you're home, man. Just keep doing your thing and all that, man. Everybody, get a round of applause, my nigga. Chino, man. For coming through to the doghouse, man. You already dog in the yard, man. Look, guys, you can't have this. See, look what I got. I can have this. In the state that I that I live, I can have this. Oh, he got the razor. He put the razor in his fucking mouth. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> yo, how you put out the fucking razor, you fucking jerk? Yo, you yeah, fucking... Yo, that's, that's, that's how you get it at me? That's how I'm giving it up. Oh, okay. Hey, listen. Yeah, I'm going to have that, baby boy. That's just to show. You see, you can't lose. Oh, have it. Sometimes it's just hard to lose. That's but right. any, but with that being said, man, uh, let's get right into the wildo situ- uh, situation. Man, with, that uh, interview, with, that interview with Chino, man, how was that, man? I mean, the interview was great. He helped a lot of brothers while he was in there. Um, he didn't think about himself. He wasn't selfish. You know, most of the time, you know, like a lot of us, we go to prison, we work on ourselves because we have issues. 
You know what I mean? Obviously. So, um, and he wasn't that kind of brother that went home, that went to jail and just thought about fixing himself. He thought about fixing himself, and when he did, he helped a whole bunch of brothers down the road, down the road with helping that's himself. Right. So that's, that's the right. difference, you know. That you know, it, it just shows where his heart was at. You know, he he he. I mean, he helped. He helped a bunch of brothers. He helped you out, dice. You was able to go back yeah. to court. You know, you you right. you know, he put a motion in for you. In the thirty four years that dude was down, that dude got like at, at least more than a hundred dudes home, man. That's right. You know, we happy for you. Thank you for coming by. You already know and taking that walk with us. And we appreciate you, you know, and just know that, you know, this platform is here for us, man. You're a part of it, man. And um, you already know. Shout out to Chino Brooklyn. Y'all should be already know. He another another legend, bro. You know what I'm saying? So um, let's get right to the kite. You know what I'm saying? With that whole uh, Wallow and um, um, Gilly the Kid and um, Joe Bunton situation. Like... First and foremost, shout out to Gilly the Kid and Wallow. They doing a great job. You know, we love they we love they show. You know what I'm saying? We here, we working too. You know what I'm saying? But we congratulate you guys, man. I just think that I was real fucking real whack. You know what I'm saying? For Joe Button to even say something. You know, anything that has to do with anything that has to do with something that he don't even know about or even in a show or nothing like that. I think that you know he was wrong from the beginning, and I'm and I'm happy that Gilly. And um, Wallow and them addressed that shit, you know what I'm saying? They got right to the point, you know what I'm saying? And checked that, you know what I'm saying? Because I just think they was, right. it was super wrong, and, and, and we supposed to encourage each other yeah. and help each other out. Facts. Yeah. Even though they squashed the whole vibe and, you know... Um, uh, What's the deal with that? The, yeah, the deal no, they squashed that? the vibe. They squashed the whole little situation. Um, Joe Button, you know, apologized and all that. But it should have never went there. You know, it just shows how how these some of these brothers be thinking. You know what I'm saying? Some of these brothers be trying to pull a little fast one and say little funny shit to, to real official niggas and all that. And motherfuckers ain't going for that shit, bro. Like, yeah. niggas ain't going for that shit. Niggas ain't going for that fake shit. You trying to disrespect something they doing when... When we supposed to be congratulating these brothers, here you go, you got yeah, Wallow that did, you know, all these years in prison, a good motherfucker, and his cousin, Gilly, and these some great motherfuckers from Philly, and they doing good shit, shit that we all want to do, you know what I'm saying? And you got motherfuckers always talking reckless and all that. He came from the same cloth that we came when it comes to um, trying to grind like that, man. You should understand. So for Joe Button coming out like that and all, I just think that he was definitely out of pocket, and I'm happy these niggas checked him. You know what I'm saying? Because certain dudes, you know, they ain't built like that. You know what I'm saying? So they shouldn't be talking like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that's how we gonna leave that on that third kite, man. You know what I mean? Until the next time, you already know, man. It's your boy Pistol Pete, the realest show out. You already know, dog in the yard. Get with me every Monday. Four o'clock Eastern time. Me and my boy, my brother, my comrade. You already know. That box and dice. Let's get at me. That's right. Left to the right, baby. Let's go. <laughs>